Sonic 102.9 presents Top Ranking Podcast with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Cue the intro music. Temporary podcast is song. This is temporary. It's not for long. Temporary podcast is song. This is temporary. It's not for long. Sonic. Woo! Yee-haw. Top Ranking Podcast episode number 18. My name's Garner Andrews. That's Bryce Kelly sitting to my broadcast right. Yeah, still here, still alive. Garner, I did something this week I haven't told a soul about, oh? but I've never felt so alive. Oh. And I'm hesitant to admit it here. Well, let's turn our microphones off and tell each other, <laughs> and then we'll come right back. Sure. I'm pretty sure the microphones are off. I hustled a grocery store out of some apples. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? I did. I was feeling squirrely. I don't know why. I walked into a grocery store. I saw the honey crisps. Oh, that's a fine apple. It's a fine apple. That's an expensive apple. Sure is $2.99 a pound right now. Yeah. So uh, you know what I did? What? Got to the self-checkout, rang those bad boys in as galas. Ooh, you should have gone Macintosh. Ooh. Even cheaper. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Now, I'd be afraid somebody would be watching over me. I was too, but the woman who, like, because you normally have that person who watches over the self-checkout. Yeah, the self-checkout referee. What is that person's job? I don't know. It's basically for when old ladies can't figure out why their bag thing isn't working. Yeah, it's a fantastic system, the self-checkout. So she was off helping someone else. So I saw this is my opportunity and uh, rang him in his galas. Walked out of there with a goose in my step. Wow. You know what you should do next time, though, is ring them up as potatoes. Oh, man. They're even cheaper. I would be too afraid. I've been living with my head on a swivel ever since. Wow. Sleeping with one eye open, just waiting for Sobeys to kick down my door. You're never going to be able to go back there. There's probably going to be a poster of you. Some of that security footage of a guy in a hat ringing in apples is Macintosh. I mean, I'm already walking around with a pretty heavy burden of this bad boy image I put out every day. Yeah, you sure do. But now to add this on top of that... Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You're listening to Top Ranking Podcast. It's on the internet. Where, if you can dream it, there's definitely a porno about it. Hey, Bryce, I don't know if you're aware of this, but we're uh, we're victims of the polar vortex. Yeah, it's been a touch cold. Holy crap, a touch. I don't remember a spell that was this cold for this long. That covered so much land. Yeah, it's huge. Everywhere you go, like North America is just cold right now. It's brutal. It's unbelievable. It's the first time I remember seeing Americans really get hit hard by cold. Well, it's the first time where I kind of thought, yeah, that's pretty cold. Usually they complain about the cold and I'm like, 12 Celsius, that's adorable. But no, they were actually experiencing the winter we experience. They were hitting minus 50. There were parts in Canada hitting minus 50. And it's lasted forever. And it really makes you think. really makes a man think. Well... It got us thinking about people that don't know how to winter, especially where we are. (laughs) I can understand if you're, I don't know, in Nashville, Tennessee or something, and you got a cold snap. You might not understand what winter's all about, but where we live on the frozen tundra, we experience this year after year after year, but you still always see the guy who's permanently in a jean jacket. (laughs) Yeah, they just can't sort it out that... Hey, maybe you're going to need something with feathers in it to keep yourself warm. Yeah. Jean jacket guy. There's one in every circle, isn't there? There sure is. Like, But not only will he wear it when it's like minus 35 Celsius, he'll wear it when it's plus 35. He just is always in his jean jacket. And then you get the guys that uh, put the band patches on those things too. Ooh, yeah. No sleep. The battle vest. The battle vest. God, I wish I had my old battle vest. Man, when I see people in their battle vests, on one hand, I'm jealous because I don't. 
Mm. And it seems like a mark of cool. Like, it's kind of like how you get the prison, the tear tattoo in prison. Mm. People are like, ooh, don't mess with that guy. Yeah. When you see a guy with his battle vest, you're like, ooh, baby. Yeah. That guy but knows how to fight. At least you can take the battle vest off when you decide to go for a job interview at the bank, right? <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah you can't take You probably that should take the battle vest off when you go to a job interview at the bank. Uh, the other phenomenon we've been witnessing here, too, is the uh, this is my favorite tweet of the week there's a phenomenon where we live where you plug in your car the block heater to keep your car warm at night but inevitably you're going to see some guy driving down a busy freeway with 25 feet of extension cord dragging behind him because he forgot to unplug his car yeah i've been guilty of that twice in my life never you just, have you peel away and you just forget in the morning oh. and usually you're reminded by a loud uncomfortable noise and you're like whoops some people don't notice, but the, nope. the this was what cracked me up. Lori tweeted and said, that's called the Saskatchewan snake. The Saskatchewan snake, often found headless. That is brilliant. From this point forward, when you see that, it's the Saskatchewan snake, and I hope that everybody will call it that. But this whole topic of dragging stuff behind your car, fall stuff falling off your car, your truck, like this became a major conversation. Things like um, a guy pulled up at a set of lights, a red light. The guy in the truck beside him had a snowmobile in the back of his truck. Mm -hmm. And they took off, started racing. The guy gunned it a little too hard. The snowmobile fell out of the back of the truck, but the guy kept on going. <laughs> he didn't notice. Yeah. Or the extension ladder dragging behind the truck on a freeway. Yeah. I like that one. The truck dragging a ladder. And the person said that they clearly had no idea that a ladder was dragging behind them. Do you know what kind of racket an aluminum extension ladder makes? It's like when I put my Christmas lights up on my house, I do it in the afternoon as not to disturb my neighbors with the clackety clang sound of my aluminum ladder. It would make a hell of a racket. I don't know how you could not hear it, let alone see it bouncing around in your rearview mirror. We even heard from one woman. She texted in. I don't know if you read this one where she admitted that she had just got a new truck. She went to a full-service gas station. Mm -hmm. Apparently, those still exist in places. So they, she had a guy come over, pump the gas for her. She paid. Then he said, see you later, waved her off. And she drove away, heard a noise, thought she drove over something, looked in her mirrors, didn't see anything, got home. And her husband's like, oh, did you get gas today? She said, yes. Was it at the Husky? Yes. How do you know that? And he pulls up the pump for the gas. <laughs> the pump for the gas was still in the tank. I don't know how you drive all the way home like that. <laughs> how do you not notice? I don't get it. How do you not know? You'd probably feel some sort of tug when you left the pump, wouldn't you? Oh, you would think so. And just the shame. Like when when I backed out with the extension cord still attached, luckily no one saw it, but I was still so embarrassed, so humiliated. And I couldn't imagine driving down a busy roadway still having the extension cord, the Saskatchewan snake. That's right. Dangling underneath your car. And all the other cars just staring at you, just all being like, what, a, what an idiot. You're listening to Top Ranking Podcast, available however you found it. You're listening to it right now, so just do that again. Hey, Bryce. Yo. All this talk of the polar vortex and the bitter cold we're experiencing has me thinking about a segment of the population that we shouldn't forget. Probably the most persecuted segment of the population these days, teenagers. I was going to say homeless, but go No, on. no, no. Teenagers okay. in their ripped jeans. Oh, the ripped jeans. Yeah, wearing that when it's minus a trillion outside is always a curious choice. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, you're willingly, one, you're paying more for pants that are completely ripped. I don't get it. But to wear it and just allow that cold breeze up your thighs, why would you invite that? As a father of two teenage daughters who wear the ripped jeans all the time, you know what they really, really appreciate, Bryce, is when I say to them, leave those leave those jeans outside your bedroom door tonight and I'll fix them for you. <laughs> that joke doesn't get old? Never gets old. <laughs> it's funny, I just saw... God, they hate me. I think last weekend I saw a woman going, walking through a parking lot with, like, ripped from the knees up to her waist, pretty much. Like, these things were fully ripped. And I was like, unbelievable. And my girlfriend was like... I was going to wear ripped jeans today. Oh. I was like, oh boy. Oh boy. What is the cutoff age for a guy in the pre-ripped jeans? Oh, man. Can any guy wear ripped jeans? No. No. No, I don't think so. I think that's something that should remain on on girls' jeans. Yeah. No one wants to see a man's legs. No? No. Especially this time of year. Mine look like two sticks of white chalk. Yeah. <laughs> No one wants to see a man's Super leg. dusty, too, just like chalk. Yeah. Like, who are we enticing with our ripped jeans showing off our legs? Nobody. The ripped up jeans and the exposed ankles. I work at the university. I'm, I work with a student. I go to classes. And I'm just like, did you never do home ec? I'm going to take them home and put patches on them. And they'll be really cool patches, too, like. Like, kids don't appreciate the cool patches. Yeah. They instead would rather get holes of frostbite all over their legs. You know what else kids don't appreciate? Hearing a hundred times a day that you could fix those pants for them. Yes. That right there, Bryce, is a perfect example of something that ages you instantly by 15 years when you make some when you make fun of somebody in their ripped jeans. Or it, you even just make a joke about ripped jeans. It really does. When I was saying earlier, like, oh, I, I instantly felt like, who am I? When did I become my grandfather? We need to start a telethon for teenagers that wear the ripped jeans. Maybe raise some money to uh, support them. More importantly, they'll just draw attention to their plight. There are quite a few things, though, that do that you say that just age you instantly. <laughs> well, the one that I always notice is that people that wear reading glasses, when they don't take the reading glasses off when they're talking to you and they're just peering, they got the reading glasses on the end of their nose and they're peering over the top of them while they're talking. That adds 15 years to your age right there. Take your reading glasses off unless you're reading. I think, too, in the summertime when it's hot outside, and people put those tinfoil reflectors on their front windshield. That ages you by what, 15 years? It instant, at least 15 years. You know what ages you by 20 years is when you're the guy who puts the old bed sheet on your windshield on the outside of your car to prevent it from frosting up. That's 20 years right there. I don't even get how that works. You know what else ages you by 15 years? Maybe 25 years. When you're going over to a friend's house and you bring a pair of slippers. <laughs> That's the worst. <laughs> or... Oh, no, hang on a second. When uh, somebody offers you something to drink and you go, mm, I'll just have some hot water. Ordering a hot water, maybe with some lemon, instantly takes you from maybe being 30 years old to 100 years old. Exactly. You're listening to Top Ranking Podcast. It's on the internet where no one ever responds to my urgent MySpace messages. Hey, Bryce, yeah. I, it feels like there's something you need to get off your chest. Yeah, I'm feeling a bit off today, so... If you wouldn't mind. No, I'm here. I'm I'm here to listen. There's something I do want to get off my chest. Get it off your chest. What is it, pal? Have you ever been at a gym and there's someone in there that just grunts and yells really loudly when they're working out? <laughs> 
What is that? I don't know what it is, but it's bothered me so much. Uh, I recently had to switch gyms, so I'm at a new place. As you can probably tell by my sculpted guns. Yeah. But I was working out. I was squatting. I was at the racks. And there was a guy in the rack beside me who, ah, he was squatting as well. But every time he went down and had to come back up, on the way back up, it was just, ah, <laughs> every time. And then, ah. You're like, oh, man. And you were in the squat rack right next to him. Yeah. I, so then there's that confusion. Like, people are like, who is, this? who is that? And they think it's you? Yeah. Like, I, was, oh. I just felt embarrassed and ashamed by association, by proximity. I don't know what it was, but why are you doing that? I don't. So, what you got to do is you got to have your water bottle or something hanging out of your mouth the whole time. So, when people spin their heads over and look, they go, well, it can't be that guy because he's got a water bottle hanging out of his mouth. I started had to do that move where in between sets, I was taking a stroll, stretching yeah. out my arms. Or yawning. Yeah. I was doing no, that. don't yawn because then it looks like you're grunting. Like I get it. You're at the gym and you're working hard, but we're all there lifting heavy things. Yeah. You're probably lifting the same amount as him. I was probably lifting more. Probably. Who are we kidding? I, I know what you mean though. I've heard less grunting on the labor and delivery floor of a hospital. <laughs> <laughs> it's nuts. If, you, if you're grunting that much, maybe you're lifting too much weight. Maybe. Or maybe you're just looking for attention. Either way, you're doing the gym wrong. And it's been rubbing me the wrong way. And I've been stewing on this for weeks. And it's something that I just, I really had to get off my chest. Get it off your chest. Hey, Bryce. Yeah. There's something I need to get off my chest. Something you need to get off your chest. Yeah. Get it off your chest. This keeps happening to me. I go home and my beautiful bride is at home and she's got the TV on, mm -hmm. but she's constantly watching standard deaf channels when we pay for high deaf channels. Oh. <laughs> what the hell? I've pointed this out to her so many times, but yet she continues to watch the standard deaf channels and she can't figure out why I get so upset by it. It's like, because we're paying for high deaf. The part that really bothers me is when she chooses a TV program from the menu on the screen and you click a standard deaf channel, there, a screen will pop up and go, hey, would you like to watch this in high deaf? Just click OK. You only have to click the OK button. It'll take you to the high deaf channel, but she refuses to watch high deaf. That is, that is off-putting. I can see why that would upset you. It's funny because my parents were just visiting not long ago. And they were at my place. They turn on CNN, and it was a much smaller screen than it should be. I'm like, why does this look so weird? Why does this look terrible? Is there something wrong with my TV? And I'm looking at the cable connections, and I'm like, what's going on? Take the remote. Like, what are you doing? Why are you watching standard definition? He's like, I couldn't find the HD one. It was two channels up. Yeah. You know, if you just looked at the screen and there would be a little HD after the CNN, you'd be fine. Huh, that's therapeutic. I feel pretty good. I'm, I'm glad I was able to... Get it off your chest! You're listening to Top Ranking Podcast. It's on the internet, where your Uncle Barry posts weird things on Facebook. Hey, Bryce Kelly. Yes. As it turns out, the term for supplying booze to minors differs regionally. Uh, where I grew up in the old country, the 306, Saskatchewan... We would call it uh, pulling. You'd pull mm. beer for a minor. Oh, can you pull me a box of Bohemian? <laughs> Bohemian. Bohemian, it's a fine beer. Sure. Sounds great. But here, where we broadcast now, it's called booting. 
Yeah, I think that's generally. I think it's another case of Saskatchewan being weird. Uh, or correct, either way. It's like they went with bunny hug, and we all said okay. And now we hear that you call it pulling. I'm like, what? Pulling? Yeah. Pull me some beer, man. No, can, I, you, can you get your older brother to pull? It's always been booting. Yeah, I've always, oh yeah, I'm going to go boot me some smokes. Uh, I also, I have another age-related question. I mean, earlier in the podcast, I asked, what is the cutoff age for men wearing ripped jeans? What is the, there is a, a window for supplying booze to minors. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, what is it? Like after about 19 years old, you probably shouldn't be buying 15-year-old girls beer? I was going to say, by the time you hit your 20s, you should probably knock that off because optically it's it's not good. I'm listening to this about uh, people booting people booze and cigarettes. Yeah, pulling booze, pulling well, cigarettes. Pulling, pull, well, I'm, I'm from Windsor, Ontario. We never had any term for that at all. Uh, I used to do it all the time. Stand outside a store, you wait, ask a billion people, somebody's bound to buy you cigarettes or smoke, right? Yeah. I get the feeling that would never happen anymore now. Like, if it, you just it, stood. It doesn't at all. I, when I was younger, I was like, I can't wait to become of age and I'm going to return the favor. You know, I'm going to pay it forward. I was excited about that. I turned 19, that's the drinking age in Ontario. And now you're the creepy guy who bought a 14-year-old girl a pack of Mike's Hard Lemonade. I didn't. I wasn't even able to do that. Oh, something just came to me, Bryce. Okay. There's a strict cutoff age where you become a full-on blue ribbon creeper for supplying booze to minors. And I think it's the same age at which you can no longer drive a Corvette without looking like a douchebag. Okay. Because a young, young guy, he can drive a Corvette, and people go, oh, that guy's driving his dad's Corvette, and it's fine. So there's a window where you shouldn't be seen in a Corvette, uh, and there's also a window where you should not be supplying booze to minors. It's the Corvette window. It's between about 19 and 57. Okay, that's a pretty healthy window. I thought it was going to be like a year or two. No, 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 no. You probably shouldn't be buying booze for minors between those years. It's, oh, that's see, decades, Bryce. That's like 19 years old to 57 years old. Once you pass 57 years old, you're kind of grandfatherly. And yeah, it's it's not probably quite as weird to be buying a pack of Mike's Hard for a 15-year-old girl. It is. As it would be if you were a 27-year-old guy buying booze for a 15-year-old girl. I would imagine the parents of a 15-year-old girl, if you walked out of a store and saw a 60-year-old man handing your 15-year-old daughter a bottle of wine, you might be like, oh, I can go ahead and dial 911. Yeah. I got to rethink this Corvette window thing. Yeah. I don't know if it's quite working out. I've never I've never been asked either. About never? Outside of a liquor store. Because I, I, I was kind of waiting for that day where I could be the hero. Mm, cool, Bryce. Yeah, where I could have been the cool guy where they're like, can you get me a case of beer? And I'm like... You got a kid. Oh, would you do that little finger point you just did? Yeah, and I'd make I'd call him Junior Squirt, all these kinds of things like that, just to really make him feel. Dumb. Or go super creepy because what you're in your early thirties. Yeah, refer go call the seventeen year old kid asking you to buy booze. Got it, bro. <laughs> yeah, you got it. This is gonna be lit, fam. Yeah, say things like that. I was the first of my friends to turn eighteen, so I was the one in charge for a while about getting things. But I, I don't feel like that's booting. No. Really, because we're all basically the same age. But then once I was 20 and in Las Vegas, that's the only time I've ever had to have someone boot for me. Oh, yeah. So even though, like, I was Because Vegas is 21, right? Yeah. So I had a career in Canada. But once I was in Vegas, 
Suddenly, I had to hit the Your brakes. Your stats didn't count in Canada. <laughs> no. my <laughs> The credentials didn't transfer to that university. So I had to have someone else boot for me, and I felt like an idiot. So you're a 20-year-old guy st- standing on the Vegas Strip asking grown-ups to buy you a beer. Standing outside 7-Elevens asking people to buy me a beer. It's just the saddest thing. It I mean, it worked out. Sad. Yeah. People in that city, they're like, this guy should be partying. I'm partying. He should party, too. Top-ranking podcast with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Of course it's top ranked. I mean, why else would we call it that? Top ranking podcast with Garner and Bryce. Garner, it's time for the return of one of our most favorite features here on Top Ranking Podcast. I was fortunate enough to get someone on the phone here, and I thought we could go for an addition of three minutes with. This is that game where we have them on the phone, and for three minutes I ask them questions that have nothing to do with anything they're known for doing. <laughs> Has anyone ever hung up on you? No. No? No. I'm a little worried about this one because he's very respectable. Oh, God, much, this guy's a legend. He's beloved. And I feel like if I don't talk to him about hockey, people are going to lose interest very quickly. But I feel like we need to get to know a guy named Ron. Yeah. So on the phone right now, I'm joined by Ron McLean. And Ron, are you up for this? All right. Fire. Would you rather be too hot in the summer or too cold in the winter? Too hot in the summer. What is the worst vegetable? What is a vegetable you just refuse to eat? Uh, I'm not a big fan of turnips. You're opening a present from someone, and it's a lame present. What do you do? Oh, I feign excitement, for sure. Grace uh, under fire, that's the ultimate. You travel a lot. We've talked about how much you travel for your job. What is the worst thing someone can do on a plane? Um, I think it's the same as a restaurant. It really is, uh, you don't want to let on, but it's irritating to listen to someone talk on their cell phone. So I, I'm not a fan of people talking on, you know, the minute we land or the minute we're about to depart. Cell phones irritate me. When you're on the plane, do you put your phone into airplane mode? Yes, I do. I absolutely do. Do you believe there's a reason for that? I don't know. It's a good question. Um, but I, 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 whatever the air traffic controllers and the pilots want, uh, they... You know, I I travel a ton, so I have the ultimate respect for some of the conditions in which we fly. And so whatever it takes to to make them, make us safe, I'm all for. Have you ever walked out of a movie because it was so bad? No, I never. Again, uh, I can't say that I've ever done that. I've I've left a a live production. That's the only thing I ever did. I I left a a musical in downtown Toronto one time when there was an intermission, right? So it's kind of easier to get up and to make a scene, uh, you know, it's like... When you go to a hockey game, too, I kind of hate to leave till the game is over. So. You travel this country coast to coast. Where's the best place to get a poutine in Canada? Montreal, for sure. Uh, I, I, there's, a, there's a little spot uh, just next to uh, the form, the old form in Montreal, called the Texan. And that would be my recommendation. It's on St. Catherine. Most people uh, in this country, you probably hear all the time, they claim they can skate, but they don't know how to stop. So what is your surefire yeah. technique for people stopping while skating? That's a good one. It's sitting in a chair. Just picture yourself sitting in a chair so that you get your bum down, your knees bent, uh, and then have courage because it takes a little faith to get that edge to slide across the, the ice. Do you keep your phone constantly charged or are you always on the verge of having that thing die? No, I'm... I'm obsessive about charging it for the for the reasons we need it right so no i'm usually charging all the time when you text someone are you a ha ha guy or are you an lol no. guy no i don't use any of the acronyms or any of the emojis i am pretty straightforward on that 
And the last question, how many times a day are you asked about Don Cherry? Well, you know, now it's becoming Don and Tara, so you get both, uh, which is great. Um, but I, I always can never have a good answer either. I usually, I was in a parade once at uh, Oktoberfest in Kitchener-Waterloo, and I was in a Mustang convertible, and people would say, where's Don? How's Don? And I kept pointing to the trunk as if he were in there. And people got a kick out of it, but the driver, by about lap three, was uh, getting kind of irritated by the whole thing. But it's a joy to know that... Oh! oh. A joy to know what? Well, I hung up, so oh. <laughs> call Harsh. disconnected. Wow. Hey, that three minutes with is a hard three minutes. When we're done, we're done. I knew that he'd be an airplane airplane mode guy. I also knew he'd be a fully charged phone guy. Yeah, none of that really surprised me. Ron McLean no. is a guy who keeps it clean, keeps it together, keeps it on the straight and narrow, keeps it on the rails. If you asked me, surefire tip for stopping on skates, I wouldn't have been able to offer anything and i can stop on a pair of skates bryce you've seen me skate before but i couldn't describe how to stop on skates i just don't stop i just keep doing crossovers yeah so many crossovers i just keep doing crossovers till the girls come swooning but can you cross over both directions no only only the one way (laughs) only (laughs) counterclockwise me too that was top ranking podcast starring garner andrews and bryce kelly What are we up to, like four listeners now? Five. Oh, and a special thanks to USS for the temporary, yes, temporary podcast theme song.